There is so much talk this time of year about OTAs, rookie mini camps, um, and, and overall rookie orientation. How do you get a rookie ready for the NFL? We're going to talk about that on today's edition of the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. If you have not subscribed, liked, or shared the Landry Football Podcast Network, it's free to do. Uh, we'd appreciate you doing so and spreading the word about the Landry Football Podcast Network, um, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, sign up for the Landry Football Podcast Network. If you want the most detailed analysis of the game of football, college or NFL, players, teams, coaches, schemes at the college or NFL level, we got you covered at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of our scouting season offer today. Yes, it'll not just the scouting season. It'll take you through the rest of scouting season, the business season, if you will, in football. Take you all the way through next football season. All the games, all the previews, uh, <clears throat> all the game analysis, pre and post, all the way through next year where you have recruiting and transfer portal and the draft and free agency in the NFL all the way through next year at this time. The scouting season offers the best deal that we've got going. You can try out LandryFootball.com for a month six months, whatever is uh, your uh, decision, we'd appreciate you joining us, giving us a shot. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. So early in May, all NFL rookies, whether they're high draft choices or undrafted free agents, report to their club's facilities for a two-month-long orientation. Uh, the orientation is an important step <coughs> um, process. Uh, if you look at it, you've got the the rookie orientation, the physical part, the team plan. Every club that I work with follow the same approach. As players arrive, the strength and conditioning staff meets the players, greets the players, begin an assessment of their general uh, football and football condition. During the three-month run-up to the draft, a significant number of players get out of football shape. Uh, after their collegiate season, most players sign with agents immediately go to private strength and conditioning facilities. They specialize in getting ready for physical and mental tests that they're going to be required to undergo at the combine. You know about that. As a result, they come the combine ready to conquer the drills. That, however, doesn't get you ready for a football playing shape. So following the combine, the prospects prepare and execute the same tests at their pro days held at the college campuses. In addition, a number of them are crisscrossing the country on commercial flights, visiting NFL cities. Each NFL teams can bring in 30 players on visits. A typical visit involves dinner with the coaching staff or the general manager. They'll check in with the trainers and doctors and go over any physical, medical issues. And begin a day-long session of interviews with the head coach and the coordinator, the position coach, the general manager. And then back to the airport, on to the next stop. <clears throat> Anyone who travels for a living can tell you how exhausting. And time-sensitive air travel can be. Couple that with 20 or so job interviews in a month, and you got a prescription for a decline in physical condition. So once the rookies have signed with the team and the strength staff has established a baseline for each of them, the staff will tailor an individual diet and exercise program for each player. They will meet with each rookie individually, explain what is expected of them, set a schedule for work in the weight room each day, the first morning of their NFL lives begin with a breakfast designed by the club dietitian. No more load up on what you like, like in college, okay? Uh, what rookies need to understand, 
the next order of business is a full team meeting. The GM usually opens it. I always went straightforward, no hyperbole. You make the points. NFL's a job, not college students. They're pros. Act like a pro. Be on time. Be a good citizen. Never embarrass the organization. Give 100% effort. Um, there's no, there are signs around the building, no excuses, no explanations, things like that. To emphasize, th this is not what you have been doing before in college. This is different. I'd explain that they were drafted and will be given a bonus for what they did in college. From this day forward, everyone is equal. The number one draft choice and the last college free agent sign will be judged solely on what you do here. And what you do here means what you do every day in your preparation, what you do in meetings, what you do in the weight room, what you do in the training room, what you do in the practice field. We keep the best 53 players who can help us win, regardless of how you got here. It's the ultimate meritocracy. You can do what you do on and off the field. No excuses, no ex uh, explanations, no favoritism. If you do those things, yeah, you certainly have probably put more faith in a guy you drafted higher because you saw a lot of things that make you think that they're better. But if that guy doesn't produce, if you have misevaluated, you're not going to have missed the physical part. You're not going to misevaluate it that much. But you could misevaluate their attitude, or the attitude could change. Um, <clears throat> I always say to the players in this meeting, what you see here, what you say here, and what you do here stays here. Um, no benefit for being a media hound. Um, if a public relations people want you to do something, they're going to ask. If the media approaches you, be polite, but be very circumspect. Generally, it's better for a rookie to be seen on the field than heard in the media. Advise them to listen and to follow the veteran's lead. You're a team member. We expect to contribute to our winning culture. No hazing, few traditions, you know, maybe carrying the veterans players in camp. Beyond that, you're a value, value teammate. Be a good one. We'll tell them to answer most problems and the challenges in life is hard work 100 percent effort is what you want to do except for faith and family focusing on doing your job above all else we can we chose you because we believe in you welcome we're glad to have you everyone here from myself to everyone else in the organization is here to help you if you have a question ask if you have a problem speak to us about it our doors are all open Good luck. Then the following coach would follow with his message. Detailed with focus on the nuts and bolts. Discuss on the league regulations, the team rules, explain practice and training camp regimens, review OTAs, training camp calendar. They're given a book with this. It's usually an iPad with all the information. Now it's all written down for you so you can go back and review it. If you miss something, you want clarification. Discuss travel policy, dress policy on travel, spend Significant time on how you wanted players to conduct themselves on and off the field and in the community. 
He would introduce every assistant coach and staff member, including people in the training department, the video department, the public relations department, people who help the team on the daily basis. The head coach will wrap up with an overview of how he wanted the team to play, to practice, win the turnover battle, avoid penalties, creating turnovers, running the football in the red zone, making fewer mental mistakes than our opponents. Then you send the players off the meetings to their respective position coaches. Okay. And then they get from the position coach, which expected of them by the position coach. As the players go about their work on and off the field during the introductory period, they're evaluated daily by every staff member in every phase of the program. Each drill and each play is videotaped. Oral exams are given on subjects covered in meetings. The head coaches, the coordinators, the position coaches, the pro personnel compile a file on every player. The data from each is going to form the ultimate comprehensive evaluation to the decision on who you keep in the 53. Folks, it's a big change from college to pros. One of the most important things rookies learn during their initiation is practicing without pads at a relaxed pace. At the college level, there's no, um, there's not as much limitations on padded practice and the tempo practice set by the head coach. Um, a college coach has 100 players available to practice at a power five level. During the NFL regular season, can, a team can have a maximum of 71 players, not all of whom are available every week. The NFL allows only 11 padded practices during the 18-week regular season. 11. Players must learn to simulate team and individual drills without pads in more than 80% of their practices. To preserve the player's health and energy, a significant number of non-padded practices in the NFL are held as what's called a jog-through, tempo. The definition is established by the head coach, but basically the players come off the ball at a normal pace tempo and then go through the rest of the drill or play at half to three-quarter speed. Every coach emphasizes players on stand on their feet under control during OTAs. The head coach will emphasize players protecting one another from injuries, playing under control. How does that approach square with 100% effort all the time? It's hard for rookies to balance those two things. I heard an assistant coach say one time, give 100% effort on every play at the tempo we require and stay off the ground. Coaches often tell rookies that learning to practice as a pro is one of the most important things they do during the rookie OTAs. Following the last OTA session, the coaches and the veterans depart for vacation. The rookies will stay and usually to the end of June to work with their strength and conditioning staff. The goal for every rookie is to be in top shape when he reports to training camp in late July. There are rookie orientations that take place in terms of the league, which uh, helps them with things such as how to know what you're looking for for a financial advisor. You're going to be approached by a lot of people for a lot of things, business investments. They want into your money. We give them not only the information, we go through role-playing. We give them warnings. Uh, We make sure that you understand the, which is now a big issue, it's been in the news lately, the gambling policy, what you can't do, why you can't do it, and what is expected of you, Uh, the drug policy, everything. Um, All of those things are explained. They're done in a casual setting. A, a formal setting. They're done in a role-playing setting to try to get every player to understand. If a player puts something in his body and tests it for PEDs, 
this and that. Well, I didn't know. You always know because there's a, a card given to them. Now it's put on their phone. All they got to do is press a button. There's somebody in the organization that can answer. Hey, I'm not feeling well. I got a call. I got a sinus infection. What can I take? Simple as that. Within five minutes, that is sent into the pharmacy or if you're at the facility, your team pharmacist can have it done for you right away. No reason to not know. No reason to not ask. You may not have had this same situation in college. This is the situation now. There will be no excuses. There will be, I didn't know. Um, it's not the case. Um, be careful what you say. You don't speak for the organization. Okay. Um, you want to give standard answers. You don't want to give anything that the media, the media is there to try to stir up stuff. The media is there to try to get a story. They're trying to put something out there that's going to make people click. Don't buy into that. Give the standard answer. Give the team-oriented answer. That's what you want to do. The seminars where you go, um, uh, all the rookies have to attend as a league. They get to know other players. They get to uh, have a relationship and, and know how to trust people. There's seminars on how to deal with, uh, quite frankly, young women who might be after them for money. They trap them in, in different ways. They're role-playing there. There's things to try to alert you. Everything that you can possibly think of is handled. And every time something happens off the field, the league says, you know what? We need to address that even more and more and more. So if a player doesn't know, a player doesn't do, it's because a player just doesn't care. Or a player just is not paying attention. A player is just not thinking. Think. Understand that every decision you make affects your profession, affects your organization's image, your image. If you don't care about your family, you don't care about your image, you better damn sure care about your organization's image because that's who you represent now. You are a pro, act like a pro. You're going to be treated like a pro. There are no excuses. One mistake could mean your career is over if it's a bad enough mistake. So we try to emphasize that, try to do those things off the field, but we try to explain things on the field. It's a lot. So we go through heavy emphasis over and over on certain things that need to be covered. And we try to do it again. An overview, head coach focuses on it. Position coach will go over certain things. The coordinator goes over certain things so that you emphasize it, you emphasize it, you emphasize it. Nowadays, because it used to be, playbooks where you have all of that in your your playbook now it's all done in ipads where you basically can hear it see it watch it you're trying to find a way to reach these guys to understand it's also communication is a big part of it um position coaches we encourage make sure the position coaches call their players text their players keep in touch with them on a regular basis if not every day Almost every day. We want the players to be comfortable to say, hey, come into my office. Got a question. That's what you want to do. So that's a little bit of an idea of what we do on and off the field on getting rookies ready 
for the season because once you get here, by the time training camp gets here uh, in late July, and you're with the veterans, you're no longer a rookie. I mean, you are in your first year, but you have been told everything. You're no longer going to be treated like a rookie from now on. You're going to be expected to know and understand where you're supposed to be, <clears throat> where everything is, who you need to talk to about certain situations if you're having trouble. Uh, you need to do that and know that by the time late July gets here because there's no exceptions. Understand that every practice rep is earned. Every practice rep is a, a one step towards you getting better and better and earning a spot. And so that if you treat every practice rep um, as a precious commodity, you grow from it every time. And so that you build one rep off of another rep off of another rep so that when you start in OTAs, by the time you're in late October, you have built a little like building blocks or stepping up a ladder. You've become a lot better or should have. The guys that can do that the best are guys that have the success as rookies. The guys that don't maybe have a tougher adjustment period, and it could be off the field. You got to know it. You got to recognize it as a staff. You got to try to help them through it because that's your investment. And without the return on that investment, it costs games, which costs people jobs. So, again, an idea of how things are done in terms of rookies. Hey, appreciate you joining us. A reminder, again, check out LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the scouting season offer. Uh, it's the best deal that we've got going. Check out what we've got there. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share for free the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple or Spotify and spread the word, if you would. Uh, that way, if you subscribe for free, why do you want to do that? That's why you get alerted. You don't miss any of our football shows. College or NFL, we got it covered for you. But for now, we appreciate you joining us on this edition of the Landry Football Podcast. We'll see you next time on the Landry Football Podcast Network, as well as LandryFootball.com. So long. Have a great one, everyone.